What's up, Red Wave? Today we talk to Coach Stacy Mae Johnson, our new Fresno State softball coach. We had a lot of fun chatting with her. Make sure you guys follow us on our social media platforms on Twitter at BewareCSUF and on Instagram at Beware of Bulldogs Podcast to keep up to date with what's going on around here and what's up next. Now here's Michael with a quick word from today's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Fletch and Busby Insurance. Fletch and Busby has been helping insure the Valley for over 100 years. Located in downtown Merced, they have been helping locals get affordable insurance with great customer service from knowledgeable and licensed agents for a long time. Check them out at F and B1912.com. That's F as in Fresno, A as in Aztec suck, N as in never root for Boise State, D as in dogs, cause hey, go dogs, B as in bulldogs, and the number's 1912.com. Or if that's too hard, shoot them a text at 209-722-1541 and you can set up an appointment today with one of their many licensed agents. They can ensure your house they can ensure your car you drive to work, your nest egg in the hills, or your local family business. Let Fletch and Busby save you money today on your insurance by calling or texting at 209-722-1541. Fletch and Busby Insurance, a family tradition. Let's go back to the beginning. Okay. So before you got to Fresno state, I hear you were like really good at softball. That's, that's what I, that's what they tell me. I hear you're really, really good. Well, I don't know. I did get to play for a long time though. Um, and uh, I had a lot of fun playing and, and the cool thing about softball and, and baseball for that matter is, uh, the longer you play, the better you get at it. Um, and, and so, uh, I was just one of those people that I just, I got to play and I kept playing and I just kept getting better and better. Um, and I loved every minute of it. So, um, yeah, I'm really grateful for my playing career and, um, and I'm really grateful. I think more than anything that I got to play for so long because I just, there's just not that many women that get to do it. How long did you play for? Um, a long time. I, I played into my late twenties and then I took a break, had a couple of kids and then I came back and played for a couple more years in my oh, early thirties. So oh. I guess it was probably, uh, I guess it was eight or nine years after college. Wow. Cool. That's going to be encouraging to my wife to hear that you came back and played after kids. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, unfortunately it wasn't, uh, quite as good. Um, but I don't know that it was the kids, uh, as much as it was the layoff that it was just hard to come back, but you know, it was, it was all coming back. It just, you know, it was just happening slower than what I wanted it to. <laughs> Now, and you played at Iowa, is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Now, what was Iowa like? I mean, there's, there's no elevation, so I'm guessing the ball doesn't travel as far. Um, you get, did you get to play in a cornfield, like the field of dreams? <laughs> what did you get to do in Iowa? Oh man. Yeah, actually, um, we, we had a lot of California kids on our roster always have, they still do. Um, and, and so it's so funny because we, we get that comment a lot. It was like, I don't know what I was expecting, maybe a cornfield. And then those <laughs> California girls get there and they're like, this place is sweet. And it is, it's an awesome college town. It's got a great vibe. It's got a great food scene. The university is unbelievable. And the softball program is not unlike Fresno state. 
really storied, really history uh, program with um, kind of like an awesome uh, pioneer type coach who coached and was really successful there for a long, long time. So it's actually a really, really cool place. Uh, and uh, you can definitely hit a few home runs there. The, the defenses aren't <laughs> deep. <laughs> we went to the Rose Bowl when Iowa played Stanford. And boy, did the Hawkeye fans show up. They were everywhere. Yeah, that's pretty common. Uh, the Hawkeyes travel for bowl games um, like big time. Uh, I think I remember that game. I think there was a guy named McCaffrey uh, that yeah. played for the Cardinals. <laughs> he whooped our butts, if I remember right. But That sounds uh, familiar. Yeah, that's about right. But no, but it was it was fun. Uh, I mean, I, I watched it on TV, but um, but yeah, that they uh, that, that football team actually really all the sports draw pretty well there. Kind of like Fresno State, you, I'm, I'm, I know you know Fresno State softball draws one, the most, some of the most uh, attended, uh, yes, attended softball games in there the nation. Go. Thank you. Yeah, um, man, there's a lot of pride in the valley for this this program. Um, you know, I, I I tell recruits, and this is really true. Um, there's not very many schools out there that I would consider to be softball schools, but this one's a softball school. You know, I think there's a lot of schools you say, oh, that's a football school or a basketball. This one, I think, is a softball school, um, you know, and, and we love our other sports, too. Obviously, we've got some great ones, uh, but we're proud. And I know this Valley is, is proud of this program um, and they, they really turn out. Um, plus, you know, the weather's great and uh, we've got some really competitive teams. I, I think it makes for a great environment to watch softball. Oh, we're going yeah, we to tweet a, that oh. one. Sorry. Yeah, that's, no, a, that's a good one. No, we got to we, we, we're right. We got to talk about that. I don't know. We might get you in trouble, coach. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Football coach in the other direction. Just, no, uh, no, just just make sure you include the part about the other sports. <laughs> you got we it. Got you. Uh, coach, you talked about the history of the softball program. Like there's some pretty, pretty good softball players that have rolled through Fresno State. So was that a, a draw for you as you were thinking about and kicking the tires on coming to be uh, the head coach for the Bulldogs? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and people say, Oh, why'd you come here? You can't turn this one down. Uh, it's just too good. There's, there's too, there's too much opportunity. The ceiling is too high. Uh, you know, there's something like 16 Olympians that came through this program. I mean, that's wild, you know? Um, yeah, sure. There might be a couple programs that have put up a number like that, but there's not many and they're probably called UCLA and Arizona. You know? so, <laughs> they uh, are. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's really a unique opportunity. Uh, it was something that I just, I couldn't turn down. So for the people listening that don't know, uh, after your playing career, well, and I read that you actually got into coaching during your playing career. And correct me if that's wrong, but where, what has your coaching career looked like? Yeah. Um, I actually started right out of college. Um, so I was, I was playing professionally in the summers and I was coaching during the school years. Uh, so nine months out of the year, I was a coach and, and, and I was training, uh, after work. And then, you know, the other three months I was, uh, I was a, a professional player with occasionally I had to go out and recruit. So, uh, yeah, I, I spent some time um, kind of back and forth as an assistant coach, both at University of Louisville and the University of Iowa, um, and then a couple other stops along the way, uh, Purdue, Eastern Kentucky, and got my first head coaching job um, at Utah Valley, uh, which was awesome. That was, that was a great place, a great stop. Um, and, then, and then this opportunity came forward, and uh, I couldn't be more pleased to be here. I wanted Michael to tell, I think Michael watched you play. I, so I, or watched so you I, coach. I, I worked for Murray state 
in 2019 and I actually watched you coach, not knowing at the time that this is how we'd ever meet. And so it was kind of funny how it works is when I was reading, I was like, Oh shoot, she was at EKU the same time I was at Murray state. And so kind of, kind of funny how, how, uh, we got a little bit of OVC love in here today. <laughs> well, that's just, just such a small world. And I'll give you a little more OVC love. Uh, there's a kid named Alana Cobb Adams, who was probably the top player at uh, SIU Edwardsville. I don't know if you mm -hmm. remember that name. Mm -hmm. Alana Cobb Adams has now transferred to Fresno State. Hey, go dogs. Let's go. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. And no, it was really, really cool. To, really cool to read that. That was fun. What did, what did you think of your time at EKU? Oh, it was awesome. It was, it was really good. Uh, and I mean, I, I could, I could tell you a hundred things I loved about it. Number one, I think Jane Worthington is, is the best. She's the class act and she runs a heck of a program. I learned a lot from her, um, you know, and, and I could go on and on about that. Uh, one of the other things I loved about it was it was my first uh, non-power five school. And uh, man, I just think that it's just so valuable to have uh, a broad depth of experience. Um, you know, schools where like, Hey, I was watering the field before practice every day. Like, hey, I don't mind doing that. Yeah. You know, and then you just you just have a different experience at every school, every level, but the game's the same. You know, at the end of the day, the game's the same. You got to have good players. Uh, you got to use those players to the best of their ability and you win. And, and, it, and it doesn't matter what level you're at, that's the recipe. So uh, it, it was awesome. I loved my time there. Sweet. What's it like getting a D1 job? Your first D1 head coaching job. What's going through your head? Um, man, I just was excited. I was so excited <laughs> to go to Utah Valley to have that first opportunity. Um, I, I think, uh, people, people think that, uh, those jobs are easy to come by. They're not, uh, you can be very qualified. Sorry about that. looks like I was, I've got down to 20% there in my phone. Let me know. Um, <laughs> You know, it's, those jobs are hard to get. You can be really qualified, but, you know, like the thing is that so are all the other people they're talking to. Uh, and so, you know, it was it was a it was a great opportunity because it was really kind of the first time that somebody said, hey, you know, we believe in what you do. We believe in who you are. And we want to give you a shot here. Um, and, and that's really what I felt like I needed. I needed a shot and uh, and I got it. So um, it, it was really exciting. Yeah. And I mean, you go from a, we were talking about the Eastern Kentucky, but then you go from the schools like Purdue and, and Iowa and Louisville, like those are big, those are big programs. Then you go to EKU and Utah Valley, there's a big difference. So now that you've done a little bit of both, a little bit of there, now you're at Fresno. What, what, what do you think are the pros and cons of doing the things of like going to the EKUs? And then also the really cool part. So we're being at the bigger schools, like the, the big 10 schools. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, at the big schools, there's, there's, uh, and, and Fresno state falls in this category as well, but just a lot more resources. Um, you've got a lot more help. Uh, you've got, you've got more, uh, opportunity and that, and that falls in a lot of different categories, whether it be, you know, uh, staff or, or tech, um, just the things that, that help make the team better. Um, but those, the, the smaller schools, you don't have all the, the gadgets and the gizmos necessarily. And, and sometimes you have to rake the field and you don't have other people doing that. But I think there's value in that. You know, I think there's value in learning how to be successful uh, without the latest and greatest technology. I think there's value in, in raking the field every day. I think it makes you a little bit better person, a little bit better teammate, makes you a little bit better coach. Um, and, and so I just, I very much appreciate uh, my experiences. And, uh, and I think also when, when you go without for a little bit, it makes you appreciate what you do have. Yeah. I was looking at the Utah Valley 
winning record before you got there and it drastically changed after you got there in a good way. What did you, what kind of coaching philosophy do you bring to the table that, you know, changes these schools and, uh, and, and you're also bringing to Fresno state. Um, I, I think uh, one of the things we tried to do with that team was uh, we tried them to get them to play as a team a little bit more. We, uh, in particular, I think in the bullpen, uh, we, we wanted our pitchers to work as a staff uh, to understand that, you know, there wasn't a perfect pitcher on that staff and that they all had to work together to be the best versions of themselves. And that was really true. Um, and, and they, and they bought into that. Uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll give you a story because the story's always, uh, they always do well on these things. We love but, stories. <laughs> yeah, we love stories. So we, we had a player, um, by the name of Devin Kretz and she was, she was good pitcher. Um, probably the top pitcher from the previous season. And, uh, we were, we were down in our first tournament of the year. She threw a really nice, had a nice outing the first game, second game, or I can't remember if it's the second or the third. She, she started and you could tell she wasn't quite as crisp. Um, she just didn't look as good. And so kind of in the first, the second inning, we were like, yeah, she's on a short leash. We ended up pulling her uh, in maybe the third or the fourth inning. And, and when she came off the field, she wasn't disrespectful. She was great, but she wasn't happy about coming out, out of that game. I could tell. And, uh, but she did, she did. And she, you know, shared her team on um, well, the, the relief pitcher came in, gave us two, three, four nice innings. And then we had Devin come back in in the seventh to close the game out. We got that win. And uh, after the game, she came up to me and she said, I wasn't happy when you took me out, but I can see now that if you had left me and we would have lost that game. Uh, and, and I think that that was really like a poignant moment for that team, uh, for her to realize that she was going to be better when, when we brought in good help behind her. Uh, and so that's something they did a great job of. They, they bought into those ideas that uh, we were going to be better together. Um, you know, the other thing is we reconfigured that defense cause we looked at it and we said, we're giving up too many runs. We got to do something about that. <laughs> uh, so we just, we tried to use our pitching staff to the best of their abilities. And then we reconfigured the defense to make it just a better all round defensive lineup. Um, and then we let the hitters do what they'd always done. So, uh, it was really fun. It was really fun to, to be a part of that turnaround and watch those girls, uh, really start to believe in what they could do because there were good players there. For those of them, somebody who's maybe not listening, do you want to just talk about like your the successes that you saw at Utah Utah Valley? Yeah. So, um, what what like what we did there? Yeah. There? Like, what was yeah, your? I saw so, that you had a twenty four win season, and and kind of just dive into it. Maybe that a little bit. Yeah. Well, I I think what what I just to prove the point, I I think what I tell people is the two years before we got there, the team was thirty two games below. 500 um in the two years that we were there the team was i think two games above 500 so that's about a 34 game swing and that was uh in 2020 we were 12 and 7 when that season ended we were five games above 500 and, and playing well so we we'd like to think that 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 gap would even be a little bit bigger if we played a full season so it was a pretty dramatic turnaround um you know, I think some people say, oh, yeah, like 500 record. Well, that's nothing to, well, okay. But like, look at the two seasons below it before it was 32 below. So 500 sounds pretty good. 34 game swing is a, that is a large swing. That is a big, that's a big, that's a significant I'll take that swing, swing no matter yeah, what. Yeah, we, we'll take that over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they, yeah. like I told you those, those girls played great. Um, they, they really stepped up their games. They were phenomenal people. And I'll tell you, they, uh, they had quite a few wins over Mountain West teams. 
Uh-oh. Not Fresno. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. You know, the track record being able to, we went up to Boise last year. We swept Boise at home. Hey, there on you Monday. go. We had no rest. We had no rest. <laughs> we, we had played the game the day before and, and Boise had gotten the day off. We went up there and already decided to not use our, our number one pitcher and we swept them. Uh, we beat Nevada a couple of times. Uh, I mean, I'd go down the list, but, but we did well. We did well against uh, Mount West opponents. So that was cool. All right. Is there a different style? (laughs) Is there a different style of play in the Mountain West? I like or a different mindset in the Mountain West than other softball conferences. I don't know if there's anything across the board that I can uh, put my finger on. Uh, Each team has their style, uh, Mm -hmm. and each team has a unique set of uh, athletes and and athletes that can do certain things. Uh, you know, and certainly, you know, different, different coaching styles. Some of the coaches like to run, some of them like to just sit back at the ball over the fence. So it's really just p- opponent to opponent. What's your style? Like home win. runs and yeah. Win. <laughs> win. I like that style coach. That's my kind of style yeah. right there. Uh, that's a great question. No, um, I, I believe in variety. Um, I believe in, uh, I, I think I believe in the, the modern athlete. Uh, you know, sometimes you end up with exactly what you want. Sometimes you end up with something close, but the modern athlete is, I, I guess I would call the modern athlete, LeBron James, big and strong and fast. Um, you know, kids that can hit the ball over the fence and can run. Uh, so we, we, we like, we like the modern athletes. Um, do we have a whole team full of them? It doesn't always work out that way, but we like them. Uh, and yeah, we're looking for variety. We want, uh, we want left-handed hitting. We want right-handed hitting. We want, uh, we want, um, I, I, five years ago, I wouldn't have said this, but right now I don't mind a slapper or two in the lineup. I don't want more than two, probably one's the number, but, uh, what we want is we want to create a lineup that is going to be able to produce runs regardless of the style of we're pitching. So if, uh, if we're facing a rise ball pitcher, we do great. And there's teams like this. So yeah, they do great against rise ball pitchers. But if you see somebody that's going to work you low and away with an off speed, uh, they can't seem to score any runs. We don't want a team like that. We, we don't want a feast or famine. So we try to build a lineup that's got a little bit of everything. Uh, we do think we do a great job on the bases. And so we do try to add some speed because we think we coach that area well. Um, and we try to produce a lot of runs. Getting hits is great, but doesn't mean anything if you can't actually score the runs. So we spend a lot of time on that as well. Well, Coach, you 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 talked about the Utah Valley. We've talked about the Big Ten. We've talked about EKU. Now you are a dog. So I'm not sure if Caleb and I are the official welcoming committee. I'm sure you've been welcomed by a ton of people, but we're excited to have you. The Valley's excited to have you. How is your how, how are you feeling now that you're here? And what was that feeling like your first day on the press conference? Your first day when you got the job? Just walk through those those, those emotions. They've got to be pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, that's funny because you know they said, "Oh, we're doing a press conference." I'm like, "Really?" okay we'll do a press conference um but but that's that's the valley right that's the support of the valley um and and i know uh you know this role at this institution uh it's it's an important one for this community i understand that so i i take it seriously um you know i i i'm not i try not to be too serious try to try to have a little fun in life too but i i do i take this role seriously i i think we represent a lot of people um, at Fresno State, we, we represent obviously our student athletes and and the alumni and, and the history of the program, but we also represent the community. And so, you know, for me, I think there's a sense of responsibility um, of wanting to do right by the people around, um, knowing that I can't really please everybody every day, but you know, doing our best to to really honor the history and to to honor the valley. 
So, so coach, I know you're walking into a tough role. You got an all American pitcher, uh, on your team, but what, what's the roster looking like right now? I know you're working hard to fill it out. Um, but how, how are we doing? Well, we got to fill back up, uh, you know, and, uh, if we can stay healthy, I think we're in good shape. We're in good shape on the mound. Um, you know, I think we're, we're in good shape out in the field. We've added some, some good experienced, uh, young women that I think are going to be able to step in and, and contribute right away. One of the things we targeted, uh, in terms of adding to our roster this summer, is we, we wanted experienced athletes in particular, I was looking for fifth year seniors, if we could get them. Um, I just, you know, Alana Cobb Adams is one of them. Um, you know, she's, she's got four years of starting experience mm-hmm. under her belt, you know? So, so somebody like that, you, you know, that they're, the moment's not going to be too big for them. And, you know, you got a pitcher like Haley Dulcini, certainly the moment's not going to be too big for her. Uh, so we, we needed to add some pieces around her. So, uh, you know, we're not as deep as I would like in a normal year. Um, but if we stay healthy, we're going to be okay. Was it tough coming? Well, let's see. Was it tough transferring to a new school after a COVID year? Um, I, I think, uh, I think this was, this was a, it was a challenging, uh, timing. Um, yeah, with, with COVID, um, moving into, you know, the state of California, uh, it's a different environment than Utah as it, as it pertains to COVID. Um, so yeah, there's, there's challenges with that, but I think, um, I think the reality is that, um, every coach, every institution has challenges. They're just different everywhere you go. Um, and so, yeah, like trying to, the new guy on the block, trying to figure out the lay of the land, that's always hard. Uh, but it's nothing that we can't figure out a little bit of hard work and and some good advisors along the way. And, and we're doing just fine. So you're cut, you get the job in the middle of the summer and and baseball and softball, they're the spring. So, so you, you come in in the middle of the summer, but then like, it's this weird period where a lot of athletes have like committed to, to school. So what was that? you said you wanted to get 50 year transfers where you look like, how was, how was that recruiting process when you come in in the middle of the summer? And it feels like some of those athletes have already decided where they're going to go. Yeah, it was really challenging. Uh, it was very, very challenging. Uh, but you know, I, we, we, we landed with some, some really good quality young women that I think are going to contribute uh, to this team, make this team better. Um, and then also we've got some great pieces in place that, you know, the young women that were here already, man, there's some really, really good ones, really good solid young talent a lot of them that that you you guys already know about because you can read a stat sheet uh ahi matson being <laughs> one of them um but you know at, at noriega uh lily denby i mean we go down the list the returners are phenomenal um you know and and so they're really the heart and soul and they're really integrating our, our freshmen and our transfers onto the squad right now and and they're really starting to kind of figure out hey what do we look like as a unit um how are we going to do this together and and they're going through that process right now but but yeah, it was, it was challenging. Try to fill that roster back up late in the summer, but uh, you know, that's all right. Just uh, required a little bit more work more phone calls, <laughs> and uh, maybe a little more convincing. So uh, what is your, for the people that don't know, what is, and I don't know, I'm one of those people. What does your coaching staff look like right now and where they come from? Yeah. So I actually brought our entire staff uh, from Utah Valley. So uh, Shelby Graves is our pitching coach. So she and I have been working together for two years Um and uh, Whitney Arians, our hitting coach, uh, she and I have been working together for, I think it's four or five years now. She's, she's from Eastern Kentucky as well. Uh, and then the original connection with her was that uh, she was the starting shortstop at the University of Louisville. Um, I coached her her senior year there. So, so we go back a few years. 
So I saw Paige Gums was the volunteer assistant. And is that still, is that correct? Because that was a familiar name for me because she was a catcher for us when Caleb and I were in school. Yeah. So Kate, Paige, actually, she was actually just hired uh, by division two school out in Colorado. So she's oh, got, no. a, she's got a paid gig. We can't hold Dang. her up. For that. Well, bummer. We had her for a little while. Uh, bummer. Yep. Hey, that's the rule, man. If you're going to wake up before six, you better be getting paid. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. You can do, you can do the volunteer oh, thing for a little while. It's a great in, but it's, you know, it doesn't last forever. Uh, all right, coach. I want to know, since you're new to Fresno, where's the place to eat right now for you? Oh man. Uh, so I've, I'm, I'm taking the recruits to doghouse right now. Um, great, great choice. So, great choice. You know, that's, I know that's a fan favorite. Um, the other one that I kind of really like is I've, I've really been enjoying mad duck. Yeah. Mad duck oh, is good. I, I like mad duck. Yeah. I go but I have a lot to learn. I, so <laughs> I, I'm open. I'm taking suggestions. <laughs> All right. You got to go to Senor Ahi. Senor Ahi. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Peruvian food. I don't know if you're into experimenting with food, but Caleb, I didn't even know you like Peruvian food. That was a, that was a curveball for me. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I married a half Filipino, half Syrian. I'm into whatever's put on the table. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm totally into ethnic food. Um, probably my favorite food is, uh, is probably Indian food actually. Oh, beautiful. All right. Indian kebab palace. Okay. Indian kebab palace. Got yeah. it. None of these, none, we don't make any money just so you know, Michael and I don't make any money. <laughs> this is a total unbiased thing. So <laughs> shoot. I mean, you, you got doghouse. That's, that's my, if I got a buddy's like, Hey, you take me to one good place in Fresno. It's like, all right, here we're going. This is where we're going. So. And do you get the tri-tip sandwich? I get the pulled pork sandwich. That's no, my, that's a sin. That's a sin. Ah, uh, you're right. <laughs> i don't know maybe coach oh, go, if coach orders i it, like the i like the pulled pork just put some enough barbecue sauce on there and i'm good to go but good barbecue sauce <laughs> uh, Dude, is there... coach oh sorry, sorry no, go, go ahead, ahead go ahead go ahead okay well i was gonna say coach you, you've you played a long time do you want to share a story of maybe your most memorable ball game as a player Oof, I have to pick one huh uh you can go a couple down the list i mean if you want there's a couple that stand out but um, you know, there was, uh, well, if I go all the way back to college, uh, we, uh, we did go to regionals all my four years, which was awesome. Uh, and, uh, my, my birthday is in the middle of May. So it, it wasn't uncommon for regionals to, to fall on my birthday. I think it was maybe my freshman year. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was my first win, um, at a regional and it, I, I think it was against the university of Pacific and it was on my birthday. So that's a fun one. Um, yeah, the, with the 2008 NPF title championship game, we played, uh, we played championship series up in Kimberly, Wisconsin. Um, uh, we had an unbelievable group that year, just incredible chemistry. Uh, so that, that 2008 championship was a special one. And, um, Man, I like I, I another fun one was competing for the world championship up, up in uh, Whitehorse, uh, Yukon, um, just just outside of Alaska. It's up in Canada, just oh, wow. just south of Alaska. Um, it was cool. It was it was light out like 23 hours a day. But anyways, <laughs> we were we were playing we were playing up there and we, we I just remember playing Japan uh, up in, in Canada for the world championships. And I want to say that was maybe 2012. Um 2011 2012 anyways those are some some fun ones 
That's pretty cool. I saw on, I was reading up that you have a, uh, a couple medals with the Pan American team uh, for the Pan for America in the Pan American games. Is that, is that yeah. right? Yeah, what? that was another fun one. The Pan American games were really fun. We played uh, down in Guadalajara, Mexico, uh, took home the gold medal from, from that tournament. And uh, it was really fun. It was, uh, it was very much, it was the most Olympic like experience I had because the Pan Am games are very much an Olympic vibe. There's like an athlete village. Uh, there's opening ceremonies and they spend a lot of money on them. Uh, it was like an opening ceremony that would probably rival an Olympic opening ceremony. Uh, it just doesn't quite get the publicity that the Olympics do, but like it's a great event and it was a lot of fun. Cool. Cool. What about your favorite game as a, do you have a favorite memory or as a coach on the coaching side now? Um, I, I think the one that sticks in my head in recent history was, uh, it was the, my first uh, weekend as a head coach down at Utah Valley. Uh, we were playing in Puerto Vallarta, which was super oh, fun. Oh, wow. That sounds I pretty know. nice, coach. That's, I, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like the team did all the work and all the fundraising, got everything ready to go. And then I just showed up. So, cause I was actually <laughs> hired mid year. So I started uh, January 1st and then it was like, you're going to Mexico in three weeks. You got your passport. And I'm like, sure do. Okay. <laughs> uh, but that that's really cool. <laughs> Um, that weekend was really great. I, you know, we were projected to go one and three, uh, that weekend we came out three and one. So that was, that was one that really stuck in my head. Oh, fun. Uh, it's always, I know it's really rough going to port, Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so terrible. I'd love to take Fresno state there. It's just, it's a really neat event. It's a little dicey right now with international travel, I think, yeah. but, um, but it's, it's really, it's really a cool event. I would love to get uh, Fresno state down there. I wouldn't mind following you guys down there and cheering you on. <laughs> we might have some supporters. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, uh, coach. I know you haven't been here that long, but what does that green V mean to you currently? It means hard work. Uh, it means, uh, it means blue collar mentality. Um, you know, I, I, this, this Valley just, it, it feeds an unbelievable number of people in our country. Uh, and that's just, that's just people who, who go to work every day. Um, they work hard, um, you know, that, and it's not, I don't think that, uh, agriculture is glamorous, you know, um, it, it's, I don't know if you guys think it is, but you know, for <laughs> me, like, you know, it just, it doesn't, it's, it doesn't seem like a, a glamorous thing. And yet it's so very necessary, um, to our existence, to our well being. That's why it's um, so glamorous. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and to the culture of the Valley. So I think it's, it's representative of, it's representative of a lot of a lot of things. But when I think about the green bee, I, I think about hard work. I love it. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you got for coach Michael? Um, not that I can, not that I can think of, uh, Caleb and I were talking earlier coach, and this is a story on my part. I, I, I used to work for Fresno state in the marketing department. And so I used to go to games. I only went to two games as a fan <laughs> and one was with Caleb's brother, Cole, Cole won an iPad at the game, which is crazy. And then the next time I go, I had a foul ball come right to me coach and I dropped it. <laughs> So my only two games I went as a fan, I totally blew it. And I had another guy with an iPad next to me. So when we me and Caleb go to games this summer or this next spring, I am, I am looking forward to it. And, and I promise coach, if you need me, I'll, I'll be ready this time. Okay. Okay. I hear you. <laughs> you know, I, I hope the, the crowd, did they let you have it when you dropped that ball? They booed me pretty hard coach. <laughs> oh man. That's why I love these fans. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, friends too so it made it better yeah 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 uh well coach thank you is there anything else that you'd like to share and let the red wave know what's happening anything coming up well we're working on a fall schedule right now we'll have a couple of games uh probably posted here on the website and on social media in the near future so come on out support us uh you know come come see what the team is looking like this fall but you know, overall, I think everybody's just be is just happy just to have the opportunity to come out and watch sports in, in 2021 and 2022. So, uh, man, we're, we're excited to, to put out great product out on the field for you and and uh, hopefully bring back another championship this year in 22. I love oh, it. That sounds great. We'll be I there. We're going to be there cheering you on. <laughs> but, well, All right. Thank you, Thanks, coach. guys. Thanks for having Thanks, me on. Coach. I appreciate it. Have a good night. Like, go, right. dogs. Uh, yeah, go, go dogs. Go dogs.